Hello, ladies. Welcome to another episode of In the Meantime, a lifestyle and personal growth podcast for single Christian women over 40 who are actively waiting for a spouse and what that life looks like in the meantime. So this is episode four. I'm so grateful that you're listening to this podcast today. I have a lot to talk about, so let's go ahead and dive in. Actually, first and foremost, before we do that, let me mention my website, rootandcedarco.com. That's R O T and Cedar, C-E-D-A-R-C-O. Rootandcedarco.com. Every Monday, I upload this podcast there. And also every Wednesday, I write a blog that goes deeper into the topic that I discuss here on the podcast. So please go over to rootandcedarco.com, visit me there, and comment on the blog. Let me know what your thoughts are. So did you vet your people? This was one of the actions that we had last week. I know I can name a handful of women that I trust with my personal issues, issues that are close to my heart. So did you vet those people and are you cultivating relationships with them? Also, have you shut out voices that aren't really adding anything to your life that's positive and that's going to help you with your purpose? Maybe that looks like taking a break from social media because that's really distracting and it could also, you know, pretty much generate emotions in you that aren't good for you. I know since last week I have you know, shut off notifications for certain groups. I have also unfollowed a different group or page. So go ahead, take some time to continue to do that so you can really create that atmosphere that is going to allow you to be your best self. So let's get into episode four, hot or not. And I want to start with two stories. Story number one is about eHarmony Guy that I mentioned in the introductory episode of this podcast and also episode one. I So for two months, he saw pictures of me in the gym, what I looked like, said I was pretty, liked my body. I did ask him before I met him, how would you feel about me gaining some weight, maybe five pounds or so? And he asked, was I gaining weight? I said, no, I'm on a fitness program. And he knew that I was you know, working out. I was consistent with it. And he said for him, he feels that it's up to the man or the husband rather to set the tone of fitness and that type of lifestyle in the family and to be the one encouraging the wife to um, maintain a healthier lifestyle. And I said, okay, that's a good answer. And then he met me. And one of the things he said that was incompatible was that our exercise times were different. So what he really said was, What I find incompatible is the difference between our exercise time. So basically what he's saying is I'm too fat, okay? Without just having the guts to say, hey, I'm not physically attracted to you. He did try to fill me up the first night I met him. So I'm too fat to be in a relationship with, too fat to marry, but definitely not too fat to sleep with. So I want you to keep that in mind, ladies. Man will try to sleep with you. Doesn't mean he really likes you. Doesn't even mean he's attracted to you physically. So... Go on basically what his actions are telling you and not a good action and what he's saying. Finally, finally, when I asked him, hey, let's have a talk about where this is going, he said that exercise times were different. Now, he knew that I was exercising consistently and I told him, hey, look, if you want a woman who's going to be in the gym 
for hours every day. That's not going to be me. You know how often I exercise. You know where I want to be. But you also know that I have other goals and pursuits that need to have time dedicated to them so I can, you know, accomplish these things. And that's what I'm doing with my life. And I'll I'll tell you what, it didn't matter to him. You know, and that's what's going to happen. That's the response you're going to get when you're with the wrong man. The right man is going to value perseverance and consistency, not only in his life, but in your life. He's going to not look at the size you are now, but he's going to be able to see where you're going. He's going to catch fire, catch that dream with you because he sees that you have the characteristics that are going to allow you to reach that goal, to, you know, pursue that dream and and get it and actually live that dream. So you want a man who's going to be right there with you. E-Harmony guy was not that type of guy, you know, and I'm only going to go on what he says. Could be, could be the fact that I didn't let him fill me up too much on the first night. I swiped his hand away. I was like, no, you know, it's not happening, you know, because that's what I said was not going to happen. So whatever, that's what he told me. And that was my response to him. And ladies, you want a man who's going to be, uh, is going to look at your character, you know, and see that you're being consistent and persevering in what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish. Story number two is a Missouri pastor, you know, this past week or so has been suspended from his church and he ultimately resigned over comments that he made to his church, particularly the women in his in his body, talking about that men want their women to pretty much look hot. Women need to look hot for their husbands. They want their wives to look good at home and in public. He said it's up to the woman to keep her weight down, wear makeup and dress well to keep her husband from cheating. You know, we should not be giving these men, any reason to be distracted. Okay. Not that a man, a man needs to have the discipline to remain faithful to his wife. That is not really the standard these men are setting for themselves. It is the woman's job to keep her man attractive. Now, first and foremost, I said, well, let me argue in favor of what he's saying. Let me think about this now. We've all read Song of Songs or Song of Solomon. And the way the man is describing his, you know, love and the way he's looking at this woman, I want a man to look at me like that. You know, I want him to be able to describe my body and, you know, how hot he is for me. That seems reasonable. You know, she's looking good. She's taking care of herself, obviously. That doesn't sound like it's, you know, out of the realm of possibility. But I said, you know what? But there's also something missing here, and that is that you ha- there has to be a standard of behavior that we're going to hold ourselves to because we are representatives of Christ. Now, God gave us this body. We need to take care of this body because we have work that we have to do. We have a purpose that we have to go out and pursue. And whether that is something that is going to be physically taxing or strenuous, and we have to be, you know capable of doing that, then we need to do that. Or maybe like me, you want to be married one day and have children and weight does play a factor in whether or not we can get pregnant, have healthy pregnancies. So it is not bad to lose weight, to keep your weight under control, to live a healthier lifestyle. And I do want to encourage women out there right now that if you are on that journey 
of getting healthier, you have a goal and you're being consistent, continue to be consistent with that. Do not put so much stock or emphasis on a man who's telling you you're too fat or a preacher who's telling you, you know, you're not looking hot tonight. Uh, Go ahead and, you know, get rid of any of those negative influences that are in your life. And if you, if a man is telling you, you know, you're too heavy, but well, I am working out, I'm, you know, making progress and I'm being consistent with it. Eh, um, not good enough. Great. Well then maybe you're not the man for me. I'm definitely not the woman for you because these are the things that I value and you're not valuing them in me. Thank you for eliminating yourself from this relationship. And that's what I want you guys to take away from this podcast is to really get a mindset that you are going to live a healthier lifestyle. You're going to be fit not to be hot for your husband because we obviously don't have husbands. That is going to be a byproduct. A husband being really attracted to us is going to be a byproduct, not just because of our physical appearance, but because of everything about us. You know, the characteristics, the qualities that that we are made of that go into us having a healthier lifestyle, being someone who's consistent, being someone who's, you know, perseveres, being someone who sets a goal and accomplishes it, does what she says she is going to do you know, a woman of her word, that is going to be really attracted to a man. And then your body's going to look great too. And he's going to thank you for it, hopefully, in more ways than one. So I want you guys to take that away from this week's podcast. And so for this uh, preacher, um, you could have said it differently. And let me just, as a side note, let you guys know that, you know, you can talk about a woman and you can talk about a man in different conversations. It doesn't have to be both. I am talking about the woman today. I did sprinkle in a little bit about the man being uh, someone of discipline, someone of character. So, but we can take a look at ourselves and go, what do we need to do for ourselves to be the women that can be used by God? And we, and how can we be better stewards of our own bodies? And so I want to let you guys know briefly what I'm doing. And one of the things that I've been doing since way before I met eHarmony Guy, well, maybe not way, but a few weeks before I met eHarmony Guy, I joined Weight Watchers. Now, before you tune off because you don't like Weight Watchers, said it never worked for you, uh, hear me out. Because I did reach lifetime when I did Weight Watchers a couple years ago. And then I moved to the UK and ate all the fish and chips. So I blame you UK for that weight gain. Just kidding. But it is possible. And for I attended some groups meetings at Weight Watchers. And the thing that was really consistent about the women who did not lose weight was that they did not track. Because I'll tell you what, and you know, this conversation isn't about someone who has a medical condition that is keeping them from losing the weight. I'm talking about people who are healthy. The people who are typically overweight, including myself, I've said this before, myself, and we're eating healthy or we're saying that we're eating healthy and we're not, we're still not losing weight. It is because our, typically our portion control, our portion size is off, you know, and Weight Watchers, one of the things that teaches you is really about portion control. You really get to see how much you actually can eat and you have to be the master of the food that is going into your mouth. You really got to have the discipline and you have to master 
You have to plan what you want to eat so you're not gaining the weight. So you really take ownership of yourself in this process. So, and not only that, not only does it teach you portion control, but it also allows you to be creative about your portion sizes. So maybe you're not just eating, you know, one helping of this, but you're cutting it in half. You're cutting it in thirds so you can add different foods that you love and want to enjoy into your daily plan and stay on track. So that's one of the things learned on Weight Watchers. The second thing I learned is how my body responds to weight loss. Every five pounds, my body hit a plateau. Did not like that I was losing weight and I had to problem solve. So you learn problem solving and I either had to up my exercise game, uh, pretty much cut out some foods, not completely, but really cut back on them. And I had to switch things up and, and then I would get past that plateau until I hit the next five pounds. So yeah, it's kind of annoying, but you learn about your body and you learn to anticipate when you're going to hit that plateau and make adjustments. So Weight Watchers helps you do that. helps you make adjustments if you're paying attention. I guarantee you a lot of these women in these meetings were not paying attention. They weren't tracking, weren't paying attention. And also another thing is you really learn, the third major thing that I learned is how your body responds to certain foods that it eats. I was two pounds away from lifetime for like a couple weeks, could not drop the weight. I was tracking everything. And then I decided, let me cut back on grapes. And I did. And that was the ticket. As soon as I cut back on grapes, I think maybe I had a grape or two that entire week before I, I hit a lifetime. That is what did it because, you know, grapes have a lot of natural sugar, but sugar really sticks to me. So I cut that out and lost the weight. So now... I know the more weight I lose, the less grapes I'm going to have in my diet because, you know, it's just not going to be worth it if I really want to drop the weight faster. And another thing that I'm also doing is I'm exercising a lot, but I'm doing weightlifting more because I know my body responds quickly to weightlifting. I see the changes around my hips. I notice the difference in my thighs. I have, you know, I'm on my way to those Angela Bassett biceps that I love on her so much. And I'm really enjoying weightlifting. And I used to do it um, a little bit way back when, before I hit UK, went to the UK and then after I came home and I really do enjoy it. And look, you know, exercise gives you endorphins. You feel a lot better about yourself. And if you, as a woman of our particular age, you know, I know one of the issues is that we are looking at these young women, these Instagram models, um, and we're seeing, you know, they're fit and we may feel that we can't compete with those women for the attention of men, even men in their fifties or going after women in their twenties, sixties. I know when I was in my twenties, you know, on doing online dating, six year old men were trying to hook, you know, get up, get with me. So we feel we might not be able to, to, to compete with the way they look. And I want to encourage you that, you know, don't look at that. Don't let yourself get into the mindset that you can't compete and then you become complacent where you are and then you don't try and you don't take action. I want you to stay in a mindset of you're going to take action, not because you want to look hot for your husband. That is a byproduct that's going to happen. But because, like I said, we're stewards of these bodies and we want to feel good about ourselves and being able to have the discipline to manage what goes in our mouths 
that is going to be very attractive to a man one day. So I want to encourage you in that. Let's go ahead and look at our Bible verse today. Uh, The preacher probably could have, you know, put this into practice, but he didn't. So Proverbs 16, 24, gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Gracious words, we're talking about pleasant or beautiful words or speech are like a honeycomb. And the picture reference that we get here of a honeycomb is honey that is dripping or overflowing from the comb. And sweetness to the soul, that is sweet or pleasant to the soul or life of the person. who And healing, health to the body means healing of a disease or something that is curative to bones. And bones are the firmness of strength or your essence. So, What I take away from this verse is speaking life to your body or someone else is like a cure overflowing. It is sweetness to your strength and essence, making you stronger and healthier. So, you know, speak life to your body today. Speak life to someone else. Be gracious in those words. Almost forgot about the actions. So the two actions that we're going to do this week are one, I want you to take a look in the mirror, have an honest evaluation of where you are and where you want to be. Okay. Don't sugarcoat it, but go ahead and be honest with yourself. Where do you want to be? The second thing I want you to do is make one decision that is going to move you in the direction of where you want to be, whether that is you're going to get on a, you know, menu plan or diet plan. I'll leave the link to Weight Watchers in the show notes. It's not an affiliate link. I just because it's been helpful for me just to learn about my body and to learn how I respond to food. And it could be helpful to you too. And, or it could be, maybe you're going to do some exercise this week. Walking is pretty much the best exercise. It's getting warmer out there, at least here in the States. So get out, get some exercise in, start feeling good about yourself. You know, movement, that inertia is going to generate more movement. It's going to generate more action. And that's what we want. So ladies, I know I went maybe three minutes over. I hope you forgive me. And remember, you were Christ's purpose. That's why he came. And he is not finished with you yet. So go out and be purpose. Okay. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.